Hey guys, welcome back to Off the Van this week. Uh, John won't be here for the bookends, but don't worry, he does show up in the actual interview. Uh, this week we have Matt Wixon's Flying Circus. Uh, pretty cool band. Uh, I'm going to try and keep it short so we can just go right to the interview since I don't have John with me. We don't have too much to talk about. So, uh, yeah, give it a listen and uh, make sure to check them out. They're really sweet. They're really... Uh, really into the local scene uh even after the interview we sat around for at least an hour just talking about different bands and stuff and promoting and everything like that so there's some really cool people make sure to check them out and uh i think so they also have a show august uh late august that they mentioned during the interview so make sure to go uh check them out and see them play oh <laughs> dead space so now we're recording. Yeah, I bought that once, but I never played it. Yeah. Play it. Play it in, play dead it space? In yeah, dead space. Room. You shoot the aliens in their, so in their kneecaps. That was the thing. Two in the morning? <laughs> Actually, no. Play it at two in the morning, a little high. Mm-hmm. No. Was uh, dead space the social media thing before live journal? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that uh, we've actually started recording, let's uh, do that roll call again, because I don't know who you are. Mike. 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 We're here with the three mics. We're all Mike. Uh, Mike's Flying Circus. Mike's Flying Circus. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> no, actually, we have Matt and uh, Tony. Is it? I'm Matt. That's. <laughs> I'm Josh. 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 I don't know. He hasn't been here very much. I know. <laughs> he keeps running away keeps for running some away. reason. Yeah. You know, he's, they're all wearing sunglasses now, thanks to uh, Josh, I yeah. suppose. I'm not wearing sunglasses. Are you, Jeff? I mean, they're on... They're on my purse, and I'm not using them. I do have another pair. (laughs) (laughs) We've got backup sunglasses. (laughs) We just want everybody to be comfortable and have comfortable vision. Uh, The first thing I should say is that we're here in Ferndale on a porch. First time doing a... I can't say we're doing in-home recording because we're out of the the home on the porch. (laughs) Uh, I feel very safe, though. There's no hunting sign. I'm not in danger of being shot, which is good. By hunters. By hunters. True. By Matt, Mike, Josh, it's uh, questionable. Yeah. So. I, I don't own a gun. We're all hunters, though, so I you're safe. I'm trying to talk to these people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking to you guys. I'm not talking to the people out there on the internet. <laughs> Josh wants to hang back and just kind of stream of consciousness, like his commentary on the interview, but not actually be close enough to a mic for it to actually matter. Yeah, if yeah. you want to hear it, you can zoom in, you can pause it, and you can take enhance. a little bit. Enhance. 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 You can't see, Optimize. but he just kind of, he did like the, the touch screen thing where like you put your fingers close together and you spread them to zoom in. That's what he did for you. That's enhance. how you can hear Josh. He's going to quantize, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, Matt was Flying Circus. Uh, I'm going to guess the Matt Wixon part came from your own name. That is my name, yes. yes. Well, cool. Why the Flying Circus? Um, well, my name is in the band because I was a solo, I guess technically still am, a solo artist playing under my name. And I thought I was important enough to keep my name going so all of my old fans would be fans of my new band, but there wasn't really fans, so that was stupid. Uh, <laughs> and so we came, we're trying to come up with things, and eventually I suggested Matt Wixon's Flying Circus based on Monty Python's Flying Circus because I like British comedy. And for some reason they agreed to it, and that was the story. <laughs> that was arguably the best, most direct answer to why is your band name that, that we've ever gotten. So far, yeah. Well, I mean... It's the truth. You're welcome. Thank you. I <laughs> highly appreciate it. What appreciate else were we going to name ourselves? Were, I think the punch? The well, I th- 
I think, yeah, Punch. Like a Jim th- Jones reference? Punch Netflix. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Punch. <laughs> yeah, it was going to be like a Jonestown reference. <laughs> hand out packets of Kool-Aid at the show. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Getting pelted with it. Like, uh, the dry packets, though, not actual Kool-Aid. Because then you might get confused with the insane clown possibly. I was just going to say, yeah, I could just get a, get a garden hose and shoot it into the crowd. <laughs> uh, so, Mike and Josh. Josh, you come back over for this one. It's a question about you, too. Yeah. What do you, what do you guys play in the, uh, in the act? Uh, I'm the drummist, and I, I, yes, I scream and do all their kind of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm the basser. I play the the bass, and uh, I don't know. I, I guess I yell a little bit. There's some of that. Sounds fishy to me. Yeah. <laughs> when Josh says he yells a little bit, mostly what he's doing is what I expect the crowd to do, which is sing along to the best parts. I think Josh is secretly also the audience, and <laughs> and so, and I always I don't know if he knows this, but I always watch for him during the shows, and if like he's singing along, I know that we're doing good. Yeah, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> like he, we don't write we don't write parts for Josh to sing. Yeah, but like when he's singing along, I'm like, yeah, those are the parts. Yeah, because I'm probably the biggest fan of our band. That's the thing. <laughs> like the band is whatever, but the Matt Wixon, uh, I'm into the Matt Wixon. See, back in the day, Josh was actually a rapper. He yeah. went by J. Chris. Yeah, still do. Uh, and. <laughs> And I'm pretty sure that technically true. What, what he does is like in a rap song, you know, uh, if you've got one of those feet artists on there, they usually just like back a word or Yo, like a phrase hype. or something. He's like a hype like man. A hype man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hype. yeah when he feels hype, that's when he's gonna sing in the microphone. Yeah, he's like he's like the bassist slash Flava Flav. Yeah, I'm the hype man <laughs> of Matt Wilson's public enemy. <laughs> that's the new shirt. I like the, with the possession there, you can just put whatever you want after it. Yeah. We should just name in the next album Fear of a Gay Planet. <laughs> I think after every song on the next album, we should put Feet, feet J. Chris. <laughs> every song. Every song. Every song. Man, this is, this like, is, this is, is our cl- new artist, J. Chris. <laughs> this is our collaboration record with J. Chris. <laughs> He'll be like the Nicki Minaj of Bassers. Hey, I'd like that. Super Basser. Yeah, Super, super Basser. Boom, 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 bay. It's like a step above that fourth guy from Green Day or something. Yeah, I got that Super Basser. Or the fourth guy in Alkaline Trio. What's Yeah. He's apparently officially a member now, but he's been playing with them for years. That's weird. Yeah, they've got like another guitarist now, so that Billy Joe Armstrong... Can like stop playing guitar and go away oh, while somebody's playing guitar. Oh, it slaps and the yeah, the sh- yeah. showboating stuff. I, I, I that's feel a about big f- to do. I feel about forty percent of Green Day sets is like wayo or heyo. Yeah, they should just Which replace is, it with hey ya. Well, you got to do what you got to do. Shake it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jay Chris. Yeah, that's hype. <laughs> 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 Hashtag hype Chris. Hype Chris. Uh, so, two questions for you. Uh, one, how long did you perform solo, and how long has this group been together? It was five years, about five years playing solo before the band started, and the band started about five years ago. Wow. So, ten and five. Ten and five. I think, I think at this point the band is possibly older than my solo project was when we started the band. Hype. <laughs> Jeff, what have I told you about drinking during podcasting? Shut up. That's Pepsi. He's okay to drink Pepsi. Yeah, until it's he blue. spits it all over our expensive equipment. I'm sorry, that's non name brand cola. <laughs> Popsy. This is pet number 
Pepsi. It's Popsy. Popsy. It's some kind of Pepsi. I'll smear it all over you. It's some kind of fizzy. It is fizzy cola. Fizzy yeah. Cola brand fizzy cola. Anyway. <laughs> Back to the important parts of the show. You guys. Oh. Ooh. I know. Feel important. Go on, brush your shoulders off. <laughs> uh, I know that later on in the show we're going to feature songs off your upcoming uh, album, yes? Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you what do you got for back catalog right now? Um, I guess I'll answer this because Mike's looking away and Josh has already stated he doesn't care. So <laughs> yeah, you're in charge. We we put out <laughs> we put out an EP that we called Jeffy because we seen it, we wanted to name it like it was a child and we seen it seemed like Jeffy was a good name for a child so we named it Jeffy. Like and a, then, like and a then, shitty child, though. Like what's, <laughs> what's the shittiest child you know? No, no. All right, let's... Uh... <laughs> Smelly kid in the sandbox. Uh, okay, guys. <laughs> that's, cool, that's... Jeffy. <laughs> and then so later later that year, uh, I came up with the idea to re-record all of those songs. We'll re-record the vocals for all of those songs and just make them all about Christmas. And so we had Jeffy's first Christmas. <laughs> and that was technically our second release. And yeah, I'm super Christmas proud album. of it. Okay. I wrote all of those Christmas lyrics in, this, in one night while I was working overnight stocking shelves at a large retailer. <laughs> and, and then I, I, like, I was just jotting down the alternate lyrics and then I told my brother who recorded our music, hey, I want to do this. And then we did. And he's like, you're insane while we were recording. <laughs> I think that's right. Like, his assessment is probably right. That sounds like mania. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And so after that, we recorded... We've basically only done EPs, which is silly. Um, the next set of songs we recorded uh, was, I guess, well, it was supposed to be a split between us and a band that's on Community Records with us called Sons of Odin. And... It was supposed to be six of our songs and six of their songs, and then they didn't have their stuff ready by the time it was supposed to be released. But. So it didn't get released. And then, like, months later, they released their songs without asking us about it. So then we were stuck with some songs. And we're like, well, I guess this is an EP now. <laughs> and so that that's all things great and small. And sh- soon we will be putting out another EP called About Time. And it's about time. About time you put another one out? Or it's about time. It's yeah. about time. All right. All that. Hype. Hype. <laughs> uh, tell us a little bit about Community Records. It's somebody else's turn. Mm. So Community Records <laughs> <laughs> is based in New Orleans. It's run by a couple of friends of ours who, at the time, were members of like a weird jazzy ska core kind of band called Fatter Than Albert. And I think they... F- they had the idea around 2007 or something, and they were like, let's just get all of our friends together and just kind of put it under one umbrella. We'll start, you know, pooling our money together and putting records out and, you know, organizing and promoting each other. And so it started out with just basically a bunch of Skycore bands from around the country. A Billion Ernie's from California, Stuck Lucky from Nashville, The Flaming Tsunamis from Connecticut, uh, Fatter Than Albert from New Orleans. Um, I think We Are the Union was part of it initially, but when they got big, their bigger labels were like, you can't do that free music anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they were nice enough to put out a solo record, kind of a greatest hits of mine early on, too. And so then when we got the band together, it was natural to do stuff with the band there. And 
they're cool. They put out, they put together like a festival every year called Block Party, where they basically get all of the bands on the label uh, together. And they've since gotten way more bands, and they've gone way past Skycore. Where is uh, where they host Block Party? In New Orleans. New Orleans, okay. And so we we get to go to New Orleans. We have like a standing invitation to play like a festival in New Orleans every year, which is awesome. And it's also awesome because it's kind of a family reunion for us because all of our friends from all over the country are there. <clears throat> and so yeah, Community Records is doing good things, as Dan Pothas would say. Uh, it's really awesome to see. Uh, from my perspective, I've watched. I've been. I mean, we've been on the label for five years now since really we started, and uh, we've been invited basically every time to play, and just to watch it evolve from what used to be more of a punk and a ska core like ska music reggae type of thing into just like weird indie indie crowd type of stuff um like I mean, post punk stuff and kind of emo revival a little bit and just like weird time signature experimental pop music noisy stuff um basically it allows us to meet people and to experience uh music that i guess we would never really see on our own and so we've built this community with musicians just based on the fact that we're on community records and i mean it doesn't matter what we do but if as long as we're good to each other you know what i mean it's uh it's just a really endearing time to see everybody together and whenever they tour on the road we're always at their shows you know excellent it's very cool that's uh only the second time i've heard of someone uh, you know getting all their friends together and founding essentially their own label i don't know if greg from community records remembers i don't even know if i've told you guys this but when when he was forming it greg is one of the guys that runs it he was bouncing ideas off of me and like what should we do and he suggested community records as like a name and i told him i didn't like it at all <laughs> <laughs> i was like no that sounds dumb <laughs> and, and obviously other people he asked disagreed and i think it's a fine name now <laughs> you came around on it. Now, the only other one i know was um planet x records out of uh, indiana <laughs> Yeah, yeah, with oh. a lot of the folk punk stuff. Yeah, they're, I love their their catalog, though. You know, yeah. You got uh, an AJJ recording on there that you can't really find anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm also a big fan of Ghost Mice. And, Ghost uh, Mice and Defiance, Ohio. I, I want to yeah. say that they had one of our records on file, and they sent uh, they, they, had they had some in their distro, yeah. They had some copies of Jeffy, and I don't know, none of us know how that happened. Yeah. <laughs> we we didn't give aware. it to them. Somebody else gave them <laughs> copies of our, our EP. I mean, the guy who runs it seems pretty cool. I, you know, I read his book once. That was cool. You should write a book, Matt. Maybe. Maybe. What would you write it about? I thought about writing a book. What would I, it be called? I have no idea. I, I didn't r- think of it yet. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to write it. You'd have to write it first. Probably. That seems like the logical way to do it. I don't know. I you don't some. start with a title. I hear some authors start with a title. <laughs> oh, that's well, bogus. Go off that. Let's go off that. It's like starting a song with a that title. That should be the name. Some authors start with a title. <laughs> <laughs> One author's journey to write a book. About <laughs> 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 book. And millions of college freshman English majors everywhere we read it. I don't know. Like, I feel I, I'm not smart enough to write nonfiction about anything. And, like, I don't have an interesting enough life to write an autobiography or a memoir or anything. Yeah, your life is boring. But I also, like, having... <laughs> it, is, it is pretty boring now. This is your house. <laughs> but then, like, I've read... I don't know if you guys know the author Tom Robbins, but he's a fantastic writer. Uh, like he writes fiction, and after I read his books, I feel like it's, I couldn't possibly write books because of how 
damn good he is. And like, I would try to do that and fail miserably. And for that reason, I don't think I can write fiction. Stick either to so that there's so I have nothing left except I could maybe write like a technical manual for yeah. something. Stick to so the maybe songs. that'll be my my book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go out limb and assume you the the main songwriter for the group. Yeah, I uh, am. Wise, I I guess I'm the sole songwriter. I don't write soul songs, but I'm the the only. What I'm trying so to say so is, you I, just stick a soul song in your set next time. I, I I guess I've technically written soul songs. Basically, the songwriting process is I'll, I'll basically come up with a song, and sometimes I'll have just a chord progression and a melody, and I'll demo it or something, and just me and acoustic guitar. And sometimes I'll have an entire idea, like, here's how the drum should be, here's how the bass should be, here's how the backing vocal should be. And I'll usually have, like, tons of recordings at any time, although I'm kind of at a dry spell right now. Um, but I usually have tons, and I'll constantly send them to Mike and Josh, and they always ignore them. And then, like, six months later, Josh will be like, what about that one song? And then we'll we'll learn it, and then Mike will make it better, and Josh will make it better, and then that's how we have a song. <laughs> At first, it was really interesting working in this dynamic because, I mean, Josh and I have been playing uh, music together years before we even met Matt. And uh, before, it was like, I mean, it's I feel like a typical... A typical band environment is like you all put forth the effort into writing all of the music, but uh, with this it was mostly, I mean, he had all these songs that we started off with and he's like, this is the idea, this is what we're going to go with. And uh, it, I think a typical musician would shy away from it's it's almost like uh it's almost like doing like session work. Right, right. You know what I mean? Uh and and that's not very common in uh in like underground music, especially in the Detroit area as far as I can tell. Um <clears throat> but it's actually been working out really well for us and it's it gives it definitely gave me a different perspective on uh how to write music. You know, uh taking orders from somebody who has just this idea. I mean it's really it's 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 an interesting way to do things that I don't think is often uh, applied anymore in most groups. I would love to collaborate in songwriting, but I'm like really insecure about songwriting. Yeah. And I think I'm good at it, but like I'm really insecure about the process. Right. And I don't want to see people, I don't want to be around people when they can see me like do a misstep. Like, oh, you shouldn't have wrote that lyric or something like that. I'm really insecure about it. So for that, like, I, I, I've never written music with a person. I've written tons of songs by myself, but never with another person, and it's really weird. And, like, but collaborating with people after I've written a song, after I'm like, yeah, this is good enough, um, having p- a bass line written for it or, like, drum parts written for it or just completely, like, taking, like, a slow, folky 6-8 kind of song and turning it into a fast punk song, like that that's fun that's fine i love doing that but it's really hard for me in the process of the writing it itself like the lyric part of it to to work with other people and i'm kind of jealous of people who are open enough to do that well, i feel like there's a there's a lot of trust there um, yeah i'm i'm insecure i don't trust <laughs> uh, i'd just like to make a comment i mean uh, we're we're now talking about things that we've really never discussed before have you considered uh, uh marketing your radio show as like maybe a band therapy program <laughs> that's a good idea because really there are a lot of bands in need of help a lot of skilled musicians <laughs> who i mean yeah. just fizzle out before their time and i think really this is a very yeah. uh very soothing environment 
I'll bring uh, the couch out. I'll lay on the couch and do the rest of the podcast if you guys want. You you could have your own set. Yeah, band therapy. I'll tell you about my fears and my mental illness and all that. We can go all into it. I feel like they made (laughs) a movie about that with Metallica. It didn't go so well. Good point. No, that movie was incredible, though. It still made great art, even if it was a film. Right, right. I mean, the album was garbage. (laughs) <laughs> but, but the film But the film where, where you have millionaires Whining at each other They're like Man how are you going to tell me My drum parts are stock That guitar riff is fucking stock And like that's the insults they use yeah, And they shit. just pout about things That is stock It's stock <laughs> It's stock Are we allowed to ask you that. questions? <laughs> I, I don't see, don't why, see why not yeah. Okay so uh, first question He, he where, has a question where did, you, where did you come up with your name for your project? Uh, let's just call yourselves a band. Where did you, where did you come up with a name for your band? Uh, I believe we just tossed some ideas back and forth on the couch in Jeff's basement. And Was then, there a therapist there? No. And then we Googled it to make sure no one had taken it. Cool. <laughs> good call. Very Which good you call. have to do now. Did you know that Matt's brother, uh, Ben Wixon, also our producer and sound engineer, uh, he uh, he was in a band known as Frank White. Well, it turns out that there was a rapper named Frank White who took legal action. But isn't that why they named the band Frank White? Against the group. Like, they uh, named like their band him? Frank White because... For the rapper? Biggie Smalls nicknamed himself Frank White in a song or two or whatever. And then some other, like... Rapper that wasn't Biggie Smalls named himself Frank White after the Biggie Smalls thing. Just so then, like they so did. there was a punk band and a rapper, and the rappers kind of took threatened to take legal action against my brother's band. Well, yeah, that's how you do it. Now they're Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I don't use, think that's their name. He didn't <laughs> I think it use is. the Google. It's Bojack. Like you guys did. You guys did a good job. Thank Bojack you. Horseman. That's the name. I don't think anyone else has our name. <laughs> I. I <laughs> Uh, there's this guy with a very similar name out there. His name's Ben Wixon. <laughs> Ma- you should sue him. <laughs> you should sue him. There's this what? Monty Python fucker that we're trying to get rid of. But... Ben Wixon's Flying Circuits. It's a terrible name for a band. But uh, oh, well, what about uh, Ben Wixon's Flying Circuits? And then he just does uh, all the production. Hey. Wow, look at that. That should be the name of his studio. So what just made you guys decide to get into, like, broadcasting and, and interviewing people? <laughs> <laughs> like, like who, who were you listening to? And you're like, you yeah, I would meet? like to do yeah. that. How did you guys meet? And well, when hold on, hold on. One at a time. One at a time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll take Matt's question first. What was that? Oh, why did we like, start who, doing this? Who, who are, like, your influences? Who, who is it that, like, you listen to and you're like, I like the, th- the way they do interviews. I Terry would like Gross. to do that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Terry Gross. Loved me some Terry Gross. I got in because uh, Chris Hardwick with uh, Nerdist Industries. That was kind of my whole introduction. And then uh, I know for specifically this podcast, the idea that we got to have, like, as we're interviewing these artists, the idea we had to kind of put the music in the middle actually stems from uh, Welcome to Night Vale, which is a scripted uh, biweekly program where, uh, you know, it's kind of a surreal um, show. And so they'll just, they'll they'll call, they'll steal it. It's about, it's sort of a... Local radio news, and they'll go to the weather. It's and the weather meets NPR. Yeah. And so nice. when, when they go to the weather, it just plays a song. It's weird as fuck. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And uh, the question of how we met is: uh, what, what class was that? I don't know music. Some one of the several music classes we took at OCC with uh, Professor Tom Dennis, excellent, excellent professor, must say. 
I'm like, sure he's disappointed both of us for no longer pursuing music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and did you know? Did you know right off that this was what you were going to do? Like when you met, you know, was was it like oh, no. instant or just absolutely not? Just a crew of people that you. I mean, what? How? How did you decide each other would be the? Uh, this was. Uh, well, I guess it kind of starts with John. Is always kind of one if you want to. Sure, I'll hop on. Uh, first off, Jeff and I met in what 2010. Yeah. And this started this year, so that's uh, that was a wildly. It's a long time between there. But uh, my idea, I'm going to college for to get a degree in communication. And uh, my dream is to own an independent radio station where I take local slash touring artists, perhaps, you know, like you guys. If I owned a radio station, I'd want you guys. I'd be like, I will put you on the radio. And then you have a show in town. I'm not, and if we live in the same town, it'd be a little bit different. But if you're across the country, you come in town, yeah. I'll promote the shit out of your band. My friend over here who owns a venue, you have a place to play, you'll be on the radio, you'll be selling tickets. Because every big band was once a small band, playing basement shows and parks and stuff like that. And I feel like besides the internet itself, now there's not really much, you don't get a lot of exposure unless you're out there touring, which a lot of people can't afford. Have you guys ever done radio or wanted to do radio, or is podcasting the first thing? I think uh, we'd both be interested. We're you know we're we're, try- we're trying to maybe at some point break into that, but it's not it's not like a concrete thing. Like we have to do this or we didn't do it correctly. We just kind of want to do stuff. Yeah, I was on a college radio station for a little while. My friend had a show, and we had a class together at Macomb Community College. And he saw that I was wearing a less than Jake shirt, and he started a conversation with me. And like the next week I brought him a CD of music I'm like oh you like Less Than Jake you like my crappy music and and he was like oh hey like a little further down the line he's like hey I've got this he was a communications major too um, and he was he was like hey I've got this radio show at Oakland University um, do you want to come on and play sometime I'm like sure and then I just started showing up every week <laughs> and so they would they would try to have like a, a normal talk radio thing and talk about the the news of the day and I would always just throw them off topic with jokes <laughs> that's how you know that's jokes. my radio experience since when do you know jokes you want to hear a joke I would no. love to hear a joke here's a yeah. jo- okay here's a joke what do you do with an elephant with three balls what do you do with an elephant with three balls you walk him and pitch to the rhino <laughs> it's a baseball joke yeah. for those of you who didn't yeah. quite catch it I don't sports I don't get it I, st- I actually here's the thing. Um, last week, I saw I watched Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Two on DVD, and that was a joke from Hot Shots. Someone said you must be joking, and a char- the character responded, "If I was joking, I would tell you this." And then she said the joke. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we got to make that standard, Jeff. I think from from last week, this will be the second forever, week in a row now. Yeah, we got to just make everyone tell a joke when they're the, on uh, from now on. The the, fr- the fronting individual has decided that they're going to bust out some jokes. <laughs> I see that you're a fan of Psycho Stick. Hell yeah! And Wolverine. Uh, uh, maybe and- maybe uh. <laughs> Maybe not so much pertaining to... And Hillary Arkham Asylum. Uh, Are you familiar with Downtown Brown? Yes. We're very good friends with Downtown Brown. I know. I just want to give a shout-out to my boys, Neil P. Let's say say DTB has a a record, a live record coming out soon. Um, They have a record release show, and is The Vulnerable playing? Yeah. The Vulnerable is playing. Mike's band is playing. And their, their live record is called Hot Part. Hot Part. Hot Part. 
and it's based on a sticker that I found in a warehouse at my work that said hot part. It was a roll of stickers, and for some reason I brought the roll of stickers I, to the recording of the I live wanted show. to put them on my butt, that's why. Uh, that's that's literally the reason that they ended up there. We found them in, in Matt's car, and we just brought them inside. We brought them inside, and then they ended up all over the venue and all over everybody and all over the live record. Literally, they just kept saying hot part into the mic throughout the entire show. Everywhere. We took the roll and just wrapped an entire group of the crowd in the roll of hot part stickers. I mean, they were everywhere. There's still hot part stickers in what is now Populux, guaranteed. Yeah, it used to be the magic stick. Remember the magic stick? Yeah. I remember the magic oh, stick. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Wait, I'm trying to pull this <laughs> Not up. Not a fan of the. Neil actually stick. sent me a picture today. They yeah. ordered a roll of hot part stickers. They say, down, <laughs> they say downtown brown around them. Nice. Hot part. Hot, hot part. part. That's so awesome. That is... So, so they're, they're keeping the dream alive. <laughs> That's good. He's probably going to be mad for at me for explaining it because he kind of wanted it to be a mystery. Just this like weird, vague kind of thing that happened. Yeah, yeah, he wanted people to ask about it and not give an answer. The, like the he wanted, he, he wanted. He can, he can still not answer. He can just deny this whole thing. Every, everything. Well, this, this is this is one possible explanation for hot part. We here's, gave here's a marketable thing for your for your radio show, though. I mean, if you if they want an explanation, if this hot downtown part. brown crowd <laughs> needs an explanation, they can only go to one place. Yeah, <laughs> because our lips are now forever true. sealed. Never. Never are we going to say anything about Hot Parts. Yep. Hot Parts. <laughs> <laughs> part. Should we, uh, should we go to a song, Jeff? Yeah, uh, what song did you bring for us today, yeah. Mr. Matt Wakes? I know you sent us two. Um, how about the song called A Picture of the TARDIS? This is going to be the first song off of the new Community Records EP for Matt Wixon's Flying Circus titled About, about Time. time. Anything that's gonna happen's gonna happen Anything that's gonna be is gonna be Anything that you decide has been decided for some time And you decided you don't wanna be with me And anything I'm gonna say has long been spoken Anything I'm gonna sing I've already screamed Anything you wanna know, well you have always known And you know that you don't wanna be with me So now, 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 now that I know that there's not, 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 nothing to say Yeah, not, 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 now that I not, not, not know that There's not, 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 nothing to say I'll say not, 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 nothing And not, 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 no one but me I'll say not, 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 nothing And not, 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 no one but me Anything that's on your mind is well established Anything that's in your heart is on your sleeve Anything I want to hear sure won't fall on my ears Cause you're saying you don't want to be with me And anything that's in the future is determined Anything that's in the past is history Anything that's in the here and now is obviously clear Like how you presently don't want to be with me So now, 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 now that I now, now, now know that There's now, 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 nothing to say Say 
much. World. We saw Spice, Spice World. World. We saw Spice World in the movie theater. It was garbage. It was At midnight last last no, we Friday night. No, it wasn't you know, garbage. It wasn't garbage. I've seen Spice World. Not a single one of us knows what happened. Meatloaf drove the bus. A f- yeah, a few, I know that. That was one of the things. <laughs> a few days after we watched it, we had practice, and we were all talking about it like, we had no idea what happened in the I movie except know. that Meatloaf was in it. I need to know. Central conflict. The There's no central conflict. Like there are flashes of memory, but that's it. I mean, none of it. I mean, it was, like, it I was, was like, drinking, but these guys really weren't. Oh, I, I was like, hey, I remember that um, that James Bond was in it. Yeah, James Bond. James Bond was good. As there was fuck. a there was a pet pig at some point. I didn't oh, see the I pig. Forgot about dude. the pig. I was now I'm remembering the pig. We figured that the the movie itself is about time travel. It's an homage to Doctor Who because the bus on the inside is much larger than it, it is on the, the outside. Yeah. The bus the bus is a TARDIS. Is a uh, is a picture of the TARDIS secretly a song about Spice World? Yeah, not necessarily, but not not necessarily. Uh, we decided <laughs> there there is no conflict in the movie. Uh, really, I think the movie itself is a device for time travel because we really don't know what. But Personally, I think it's a life. device. I think it's a device for subliminal messaging because Josie and the Pussycats is the same movie. And <laughs> no, Josie and the Pussycats is a good movie. It's a good movie, but it's about subliminal messaging. And Spice Girls was subliminal messaging. It put us all to sleep. We don't know what the hell happened. <laughs> did, did you no get at the movie theater? Elvis was Costello in, yeah. was in it, right? Yeah, we saw it at I, the main art. Theater. I know that I was in drag the whole time. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> impossible. To we had avoid. to dress like it was the '90s. That was part of our goal as a group of friends. We had like twenty. Show the picture. Go to my Facebook. I my was not dressed like the nineties though, so I hope I'm not in it. Mm. <laughs> I just looked like I was in a current day ska band. <laughs> I feel like ska fashion has not changed terribly much. It hasn't. I saw a high school ska band there wearing Hawaiian t-shirts. It was Dude, every insane. every like every venue that like really has a ska draw has like this one, always has one dude. He's gonna be like fifty. He's gonna be like over fifty, wearing the same outfit he wore in the eighties. Wait, but you shows. need to tell me what venue has Ska Draw? Like, I need to know. <laughs> this is relevant uh, for our other band. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Max Bar in uh, East Lansing. Max good, Bar. Ska, You're ska right. Place, You're yeah. right about that. They do some Ska shows. Yep. Uh, what, what's it? Craig? Shout out to Craig. I don't know if Shout he still worked there. Big up Craig. Golden showers. Yeah. Please <laughs> give us more. I mean, I played a Ska band once at Max Bar. Yeah. That's very true. Back when uh, Kenny Plant, currently the vulnerable of Mike's band, was still playing with Take a Hint, we opened up for Bottom Music Industry. Hell yeah. That was good. I've in, heard of that band. You were in Take a Hint? I was a scab horn player. Dude. Because yeah. that night, one the trombone player was in the hospital and the sax player couldn't get work off. So like their horn line was us. fake. What does a stable? scab corn player in a ska band go for? Like, what did you make then? <laughs> make? I made my ticket back, my ticket money back. Yeah, ask Because <laughs> I already bought a ticket for that show. I think I might have got a sandwich out of it, too. Ask I don't know. Bud what he gets. <clears throat> Shout out to the butts. Yep. Back ten years ago, uh, I played my third ever solo show opening for the first Bomb the Music Industry show first, in Michigan. The first ever? The first ever, ever in Michigan. Michigan. Wow. Hype. It was me and Pseudo, wow. me and Pseudo Strike. Pseudo Strike was another Scott band from Livonia, and my cousin was in that band, which is weird. And Rick Johnson, Rock and Roll Machine, which was a solo project of Mustard Plug's bassist, and the best one. Then Bond the Music Industry. Yeah. When it was basically ASOB. That's, that sounds actually kind of bad. Well, <laughs> it was and it was at the old Neutral Zone before they moved. That sounds really bad. <laughs> Out in Ann Arbor. Shout out to Alex Lee. 
Why? Because he works at the f- fucking neutral zone. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> now I know. Nah, we all know. Shout out to Charlie Held. Yeah. He booked shows when he was like a tween at the neutral zone. And also played in the Watu when he was a tween. <laughs> he recorded with the Watu. Yeah, he, he recorded with Watu. I love that band. He's the drummer on that new album. That guy's on point. Love Charlie. Yeah, love you guys like Charlie, Charlie Held? Sweet baby Charlie. You know about Charlie Held? Show your show your love to Charlie Held. Show your love. Show he some fucking respect. Just, just interview him. Mad respect to Charlie Held. <laughs> <laughs> That's all we came for. <laughs> <laughs> End of interview. Where's You're welcome, Charlie. <laughs> power build up just so they can do that. <laughs> uh, before before we officially end it, you guys have any shows coming up soon? Oh yeah. Probably. So just, 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 you know what? Just go to five five minutes promo on yourself. There's this, awesome, there's this awesome venue called the Sanctuary. I mean, uh, if you want, uh, if you you cannot find a better DIY space, uh, Maxwell Lang runs it. Uh, uh, guitar player for Dead Church, but I mean, he's taken this old Baptist church and in, in, in a very bad neighborhood. Kind of the hood. It's a dead it, church, and he turned it into. It, <laughs> he turned it into Hype. one of the better. I Hype. mean, not just music spaces, but art spaces. It's, he's got a record store in it now. I mean, he's got, got a wrestling match, we, like got, pro, a professional wrestling match. Wrestling match there. There's a wrestling match booked at the sanctuary. I mean, if you. Uh, if you want to see some really innovative, cool music, it's it's everything. Everything goes through there. Um, our next show is going to be there with our label mates Stuck Lucky and Josh and mine's other band CBJ, along with a bunch of other uh, local bands uh, reuniting for uh, uh, this girl Stephanie Sicard, uh, also Josh's girlfriend. Shout out to Stephanie. Um, <laughs> Hype. And Hype. it's, it's going to be no. I mean, it's going to be amazing. I mean, if you want to see some really good music, you need to. You, I think be, that's on the twenty second. It's the twenty second August. Of August twenty second at the Sanctuary. That's right. Outer it's on Drive. East Outer Drive in Detroit. Yep. Yep. Um, other than that, I think uh, our next exploit is going down to Block Party in October. Uh, trying most of the, mo- for the most part, we're just trying to get our uh, this whole uh, album record, whatever the hell it is, thing together. And um, we're gonna have stuff on vinyl for the first time. That's exciting. That's very cool. Uh, when when is that new record expected to come out? Oh, you have, you I have no idea. No? It's probably gonna be the fall. Hopefully the fall. Yeah. Okay. It, it kind of depends on how long it takes to get vinyl pressed because well, that's gonna be the longest. It takes part about of it. six months, but the CD will be out before the vinyl. So who cares? <laughs> the CD will be out in the fall, factually. We've we got something potentially party. really awesome happening in November. Um, so uh, yeah, hopefully we can coincide our release with with what we hope to be uh, working on, but we can't really talk much about that right now. Now, for uh, when stuff like that starts coming out, do you have a website or anything that folks can check out to stay in the, stay in the, uh, stay in the loop? Websites are difficult. There's this thing called Facebook. <laughs> um, that's been very handy. If you I haven't you heard of f- it, it's www.facebook.com. That's dot with an F. Face, Facebook with an Facebook F. Facebook.com. Uh, and if you want to get directly to us, it's www.facebook.com. Facebook with an F. Forward slash MWFC Punk. MWFC Punk. W. Yeah, well, he said MWFC Punk. Or you can just search. There's a when you when you go to Facebook, there's a there's a bar and it has like a magnifying glass. What's, uh, what kind of drink selection does the bar have? It has strictly like well tequila, not top shelf tequila, just like the the dirtiest. 
tequila. There's yeah. old Four loco there too. The stuff they took <laughs> off the market. What? The guys in charge. Yeah, with the it still has caffeine. The they guys have, in they charge. Have, they, they have illegal it? Four loco. They saved a couple cases for us. Black market. <laughs> and all of the shittiest bong rips you could ever ask for. Hell yeah. You can also go to mattwixonsflyingcircus.bandcamp.com and listen to all the songs we've released so far. You'll hear all three of the EPs aforementioned, as well as a couple of singles we recorded separately, including a song, Let's Get Sick, which is about healthcare and how everybody should have it. And then the other song is We Know Better, which is about animals and how nobody should eat them. Ever. <laughs> Straight up. Otherwise, on the website, this is cute. I don't think we have. I have a Tumblr. What? <laughs> Do you post All about social justice? I, I, liter- I literally don't think I've posted to it in three or four years. Dude, post something about I don't know police brutality or something. I mean, that's what it's for. I should post something about talking over POCs. Yeah, that's what you should do, man. Uh, Talk about how you're not important. We've also taken it upon ourselves to promote uh, the Democratic uh, potential candidate, Bernie Sanders. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Bernie Matt, Sanders. Matt is very active in his campaign. Um, and I'm wearing we, a Bernie shirt right we now. Will be, we will be accompanying him in, uh, in all of his efforts. Uh, vote Bernie. There's, there's, we're, Josh and I have been involved with the people in Detroit. They're like, quote unquote Detroit for Bernie Sanders or Michigan for Bernie Sanders and hopefully we can play some shows and raise money and hopefully that means we can do official things when his official campaign officially comes to Michigan officially so if you're listening to this uh, do your research about Bernie Sanders we're not going to tell you just do it yourself he can win but you have to believe (laughs) on that note I'd like to take the time to mention if we're talking politics Michigan is an open primary state where you don't have to be registered with either party. Yeah, I, I vote Republican usually in the primaries, but uh, not this time, so that's that's it. You what? I vote Republican in the primaries. Last year I voted, or last time I voted for Ron Paul. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. But I voted from both primaries because oh, you can do that. I didn't vote in the Democratic primary because Obama, come on. Well, he is the emperor. I mean, what can you do? I voted for Obama one out of two times. What? I didn't vote for him the first time. He was strictly against gay marriage. Dude, I didn't vote the first time. <laughs> well, you were you a baby? Yeah. Oh, I'm older. <laughs> L- little tiny babe. Still in high school. <laughs> you might call him a Jeffy. Jeffy. <laughs> Hype. There's, there's a weird... Uh, Jeffy is actually some weird Australian slang. I uh, don't think it's even suitable for internet radio. Yeah, so it might be something about you your masturbation. Who knows? It's It has something to do with uh, being in a pool... Uh, Pardon me. Is it about that book called, uh, or I mean that that story called Guts? You get your you get your stuff rips out. I think it's about that book Flowers in the Attic. Yeah, okay, that sounds right, Jeffy. Jeffy, Flowers in the Attic. Jeff, the, Jeffy in the Attic. Right, so this has been uh, off band with Matt Wilson's Flying Circus. Thank you very much. Thank you. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. It's beautiful. Right. That's it. Can we say bye? I mean, yeah, you can. Goodbye, bye. internet. Uh, goodbye. 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 Emoji. Thank <laughs> you.